Hi, welcome to Suplex of Sticks, a gaming podcast hosted by David and Seth. Hello. And Forrest. Howdy. Hello. The timing was good. It's like we didn't miss an episode, all three of us together. I love it. No. Forrest, Forrest leaned up a little bit to come in right after I did the normal intro, but then he knew that Seth was here. I love it. It's true. Mm. How yeah, are you? You better, not, you better not step on my uh, introduction, Forrest. <laughs> I'm I, the pain well, down. Well, I, I don't know if you listened to the last episode, but I <laughs> almost just sat there and waited for you to do your intro. <laughs> not remembering that you weren't there to do it. <laughs> yeah, it was a good moment. Um, this is episode two of our three episodes of E3, E3 coverage. Yeah. Yes. Um, three, three episodes E3. for each E. We yes. <laughs> Today we're on the second E, environment. <laughs> is that it? Exploration? Yes. The first E was exploration. The second E is environment. And the third E is... Eliminate. Eliminate. <laughs> what is this from? You'll see. <laughs> okay. It's E3. That's what it's always been. Everyone knows this. Wow. I, I thought it just... It's the colonialization <laughs> of video games. Oh, no. Explore and Explore the environment and then eliminate the culture that's there. Oh, no. That's what Forza 5 is secretly going to be about. You're going to Mexico and you're... <laughs> You're colonizing it. Oh, no. It's, I think uh, you're, you're... There are no people in Forza Horizon 5 in Mexico, so the I job wonder has been why. done. The yeah. job is done. Everyone's dead. You have oh it, this barren, barren land to explore. And you're, and you're turning it into race wars from Fast and the Furious. Wow. That's basically what Forza Horizon, the event is. It's race wars. And I know this because I've watched eight Sports. movies in the past four race weeks. Wars. Well, yeah, that's a bad name for what it is, but that's what they call it in the movie. Yeah, I think so you think they would change the name of that if they had a chance to do it. Yeah, they would have. They would have. Sadly, ready for the race war. Sadly, sadly, there's no Fast and the Furious games announced at E3 uh, or anything well, close. Well, look, the last time there was, it was not very exciting. Well, it was at the Game Awards. That was Kaylee's fault. It's Kaylee's fault it wasn't good. If it had come out at E3, it might have had more time to have been great. But let's talk about these. Let's talk about, get to the the press conferences. Because we've got a lot to cover, kind of. Um, Ubisoft is the first one. uh, This was Saturday. Yes. Afternoon. Uh, I forgot it was happening. And I had to start watching on my phone. And they kicked off with Rainbow Six Extraction, previously you know, I, Rainbow I, Six Quarantine. I remembered it was happening, and I think I still watched it on my phone. <laughs> um, I I wanted to, you know, I wanted to be home and be able to chat with people. We have a special Discord channel and uh, on our Discord right now, so that we can kind of localize conversations and, you know. I also, it helps me keep notes for the episode. Yeah. <laughs> I go back and see what we talked about as it happened. Um, so Rainbow Six Extraction. Um, I, I watched probably this part had the, of my phone. It probably had the biggest footprint of all Ubisoft's games. 
Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. They did. They devoted quite a lot of time to the ins and outs of what the game is and how it works and how it plays, which I think was good because um, I would. I I think the game it looked uh, pretty entertaining. It's a you know a, a co-op squad shooter uh, player versus environment type of deal. I um, do like those a lot. Good I, news. I assume, then there's a lot coming your loot way. In it. Yeah. Um, no. There's, no loot? So the thing is, here's here's one of the things that I think is highly fascinating about this game is that your operator is something that you can level up and evolve over time. So it's not loot, but you gain new like things right. for your operator. But if you get captured, you lose that operator until you save them. That yeah, was a weird... That, that was, that was kind of neat, too. Yeah, so you, like, level up. Like, if you... It's kind of like in Rainbow Six Siege, where if you use a certain operator a lot, you gain stuff with them. Um, I think it's more so decorative stuff in Rainbow Six Siege. But in this one, uh, you... I believe it's new abilities and things like that. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of... What was the acronym that was everywhere? Oh, God, what was it? Was it Scout? Yeah. Was it... No, no it was some, some weird word uh, that all the tech is. The enemy seems to be both uh, alien and also weird parasitic organism because they couldn't decide which they wanted it to be. Uh, I guess Why it's possible both? that that when they, when they diverted from calling it quarantine that they decided to change what the nature of the enemy was as well. Um, yeah, cause I because I can't remember what it was We were all just initially. in quarantine. I mean, yeah. Also, I mean, we've seen other parasitic alien organisms before. Not yeah. in Rainbow Six, but... You react. Know. React. 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 Rainbow Exogenous... The React Tech. Anal- an analysis and Containment Team. React. Yep. But yeah, it looked, it looked pretty fun. It's, uh, it's unclear what, like... I mean, I don't know what the... What the draw is for you to keep playing outside of just the how fun the core gunplay and shooting stuff is, because um, it could, w- it could without just be loot, a left for dead situation. Yeah, I mean that might be what it is. Just kind of squat up and shoot some monsters and then uh, have dinner later. So maybe that's what it is. Um, of course, uh, the big. Um, we also have another game that was showed off later, Back for Blood, that is also coming out, which is in the same vein, but but that one is on Game Pass, and this one is not going to be. So <laughs> we'll see. Uh, Guess which, which one will on play. Yeah. Although in this press <laughs> conference, Ubisoft also revealed Ubisoft Plus, which is just Game Pass for Ubisoft games or EA Play, I guess. And and there's the big re- rumor. Eventually, that you know, Ubisoft Plus is going to get rolled up into Game Pass too, just like EA. That Play. would be great. So, we'll see. That is a a big rumor that is floating around out there. Um, so I've had to uh, get, I've had to like type GP next to a bunch of stuff so that I know when to mention it's on Game Pass because uh, that word has been thrown a lot out a lot in the past yeah. two days. Uh, the words Game Pass. Um, after it, Rainbow Six Extraction, they brought uh, they brought up Rocksmith Plus, uh, the Crazy sequel. You didn't game is know still you around. I know. Yeah. I mean, in a Guitar Hero-less world, 
in a rock bandless world. Who wants to still learn guitar without Guitar Hero? What's but the this point? isn't. But this game was never Guitar Hero, though. This oh no, was, I know. Like, yeah, this is a game designed. That's to my dumb sarcasm. Yeah, yeah, that's my dumb sarcasm. <laughs> who wants to learn how to play guitar for real? You, you want to yeah. learn Guitar Hero? Yeah, you want to learn Guitar Hero? That's what. Um, but yeah, this is there. It's going to be on PC. I think only on PC and like mobile. I think what I saw, but it's like it's a subscription service yeah. thing. Um. And the beta's coming soon. They said there's a beta coming. Um, but yeah, what... Uh, I can't really ask what you thought, because it's just like, this is just more Rocksmith, which, you know, if you want to learn guitar, it's a good way to do it, Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, presumably. I don't think presumably. any of us have tried to learn guitar using it. But you can... I guess you could probably do this with the original, the original Rocksmith. I just remember there was a... Rocksmith guitar controller that had individual buttons on each there of the was. frets. Um, it was one. And I always wondered if like you had to have that to play it, but in this one you can use an actual guitar, plug it into a phone, or just use a microphone. So mm. that's cool. Um, yeah, I'm I'm interested in this, but I can't I can't say that I'm going to to do anything with it. But it's interesting. Um, the next thing yeah, I that mean, it's it's a cool idea and it's cool that it's still existing. Yeah, I, you know there needs to be stuff. Gaming can exist more than just to entertain me. And yeah, so it could teach you. It can teach me. Games uh, I mean, can I, teach us. Games can teach us. Uh, uh, Riders Republic. They taught me how to feel. Okay. <laughs> uh, Riders Republic comes out on September second. And they taught me how to ride. You both, David. David, you were very excited about this. Yes. I having you... I having played Steep, <laughs> know that this game will not be fun because <laughs> the gameplay in Steep is not fun. Okay. It I... is gameplay. It is you can do it. <laughs> like it's a thing that you can do, um, but it's not something that I will be doing. I understand. I'll I'll get this when it's fifteen dollars, because it's gonna happen, like I did with Steep. And <laughs> I I didn't I didn't go down. We'll play road. it. You will you play didn't go it down for that an hour, mountain. and you'll be like, man, I really wish this game was better. There's bicycles. There's snowboards, wingsuits. You're just talking about Steep. Flying cars? Yep. These things <laughs> these things existed in Steep. I don't think Steep Did had they? flying cars. No flying car, but... Look, we Did... saw a game later with a much better version of a flying car. Yes. Oh, yeah, we did. <laughs> Surprisingly. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we'll, we'll, say, we'll get there. Unless they drastically <clears throat> ramp up the like arcadey nature of the traversal in this game like it's somewhere in between like an ssx style arcade-ish uh snowboarding game and like a sim or something and it's just like like what what do you want to be do you want to be outlandish or do you want to be super technical because there is there is an audience for that super technical stuff it's not me but it's like this game isn't (laughs) S- steep at least it wasn't either of them yeah and so See, I, I i think that's where i 
have this hope that with how zany this looks and how many people they're pumping into it, it'll be um, more on. It'll that. be more arcadey and yeah. fun. I mean, and maybe I could it be will. wrong, but I will just tell you, and I'm sure Forrest can <laughs> back me up. The gameplay itself looked identical to what is already present in Steep. Yeah. Outside of the new stuff that they've added, I think also what looked really interesting to me, as you know, I'm a fan of I've talked about on the show before there's a couple like Lonely Mountain Downhill and a couple like mountain biking games yeah. the mountain biking stuff looks really interesting and so you know maybe if snow feels bad maybe the mountain, mountain will, feel, will great. feel better the mountain hey, biking maybe. I can I can I can tell you that I do not have a, a a mountain biking itch mountain biking game itch that I need scratch so that it yeah. doesn't really do anything for me all right that's understandable I get it September 2nd, Riders Republic comes out. You know, I'm sure people will buy it. We'll see. I, I think you'll be one of those people. I, no. At some no, point. No, I'm going to wait for the sale. Like, I, this, I'm not sold enough on it. Seth is, not that he's broken my spirit, but he, <laughs> but because he's played Steep, and that's what the studio made before, like, I, I trust him. Because, like, Seth and I play a bunch of the same stuff, and, like, usually we at least agree on some base aspects. Um, like I understand, but I, I have hope. I think it could be cool. Tentative hope. It could Um, be. Steep could have been. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Rainbow Six Siege was then announced to be getting cross play on June 30th and then cross progression sometime next year. Uh, so that's kind of cool. Cross progression should just be a thing. I know. In all games. Because then I would play Marvel Avengers on the PS5 where I could get Spider-Man one day. Uh, maybe. Never. Uh, but cross-progression is... If if you don't have cross-play, at least have cross-progression. That's what I say. <clears throat> I feel like um, they kind of have to go hand-in-hand. Hand. Yeah. I think it would make little sense to have cross-progression and not cross-play. Yeah, but yet you see games that have cross-play but not cross-progression. Yeah, I... I, and I we're agree. bothered by it. Yeah. <laughs> um, Just Dance 2022, the game that will never quit, comes out November 4th. Love and it. it's not coming out go. on the Wii. I think that's the yeah. first time. I, don't, I think the one last year didn't. I may uh, be wrong. Mm, uh, it's possible. But I think this at least is the second one, which is still shocking I know. in the year 2022. Yeah. Wait, it's not on the Wii, but is it on the Wii U? No. I don't oh, think that this no. one isn't. Last year's may have been. Mm. Um, AC Valhalla is getting DLC with the Siege of Paris. Uh, one of the coolest... Great, more. more of this game. One of the coolest story arcs in the show Vikings. Uh, and probably an, it's an interesting period in history, but uh, it probably will not be that interesting in this video game. So, you know... Is what it is. Um, Far Cry Six Villain DLC. Let's talk this about this. Actually, seemed kind of interesting. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I don't know really what it is. It seems to take place in the minds of the villains. Let's get into the mind of in the their boss, like, like right after they die or something like that. Yeah. Like. <laughs> Like, because from the dialogue, it seems like these villains know that they died. Yeah, they know like, that they what just is died. Going on? 
I don't know. It doesn't sound like pagan men knows. Mm. Maybe. Um, but then I, I, didn't, I also didn't play four, so I don't really know. Anything yeah, about I didn't game. either. Um, yeah, and but you're definitely playing. There were three distinct sections with you playing as Voss, as pagan men, and as Joseph. Um, and it seemed like I don't know. Parts of it seemed like you were playing sort of through the stories of those game in reverse. Like, at least the Voss section, like, it clearly, I clearly understood that he was being taunted in the same way by the character, what was his name, Jason, in that game? By the character I of Far Cry so. 3. Um, so I don't, I don't know. It, it's definitely interesting looking. I hate that it's freaking DLC for Far Cry 6. <laughs> like, I wish I could just get this and play these. I mean, you segments. know, we're getting Far Cry Six. Yeah, the, yeah, the I thing, know. The thing but is I that Far Cry Six looks pretty good. I still don't <laughs> want to admit it to myself, and I <laughs> definitely don't want to admit. Yeah, I'm gonna buy DLC for Far Cry Six. Yeah, <laughs> so I yeah. can play this one section with Voss, <laughs> <laughs> the true villain. And of you that could game. replay Far Cry Three Blood Dragon for some reason. I, well, the I never same played it so. Okay. Oh. It's this they've re-released it like four times now. It's absurd how many times they yeah. keep going back to this. I would world. say it's the most re-released Far Cry game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um but yeah, I'm very interested in this. Uh it also is weird. I mean, the whole time I'm watching it, I was baffled. And uh yeah. I'm excited to play as Joseph. That's what I'm yeah. excited for. Yeah. 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 That should be fun. <clears throat> um, really also can't tell. I don't think Far Cry 6 is going to be multiplayer. Yeah. They they have not said anything about it, which will definitely put a damper on my desire to play so it. So sad. Yeah. Like they everything they've shown between the Ubisoft presser, um, the <laughs> that interview with John Carlos on Thursday, uh, on Thursday, and the uh, or the Xbox thing today. Show today, yeah. No, yes. not one view of multiplayer. Yes, uh, and this game comes out. It's crazy that they uh, hired John Carlos Stanton, the baseball player, to play the villain <laughs> in this game. Ah, uh, John Carlos, <laughs> jeez, I'm tired. Uh, it's been man, it's been tiring. Yeah, getting advertised to is yeah is rough. Um, so, God, I can't believe I, the, you know, the moment I said it, I was like, this is wrong, <laughs> but I don't yeah. know. I didn't even hear it. it I just heard John Carlo. <laughs> um, yeah, I almost let it go, but I thought it would be funnier for me not to. No, we also no, saw please. more of Far Cry 5 in the Xbox showcase, um, on Sunday. And, you know, it looks, I mean, it looks wacky that there's a car that you can pull a lever on and it flies. Love um, it. As all cars should have. Yeah. Yeah. Why should I not be able to drive and pull the shoot button and mm-hmm. let it let it go? Another Fast and the Furious thing that happened during yep. uh Fast Seven. Uh or Furious Seven. Uh man. That scene is good. Flying <laughs> down onto the road. I'll be able to do it in Far Cry Six. Uh so next Everyone knows that I've been waiting patiently for this game. It's going to be your game of the year of 2022. 
It's very possible. It's very okay, possible. So this this was a weird sit. I had like totally tuned out of the press conference. Like I had it on, but I was just like not. No, I I wasn't like aware of what was happening and i so (laughs) like i feel like i didn't learn about this game until after the press conference over i was like what that was in that the mario what no oh okay i thought you were talking about uh the last game they showed no 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 no. Uh, don't jump ahead you're missing the most important game of the show (laughs) yeah yeah i forgot because that was the mario game was uh leaked beforehand i forgot that it was announced Properly so here, Mario leaked by Nintendo, no less. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what do you do when Nintendo leaks your game? What do you I, <laughs> like you, as a you developer? Just, you just roll with it. Yeah. <laughs> like, you what get, could you do? Yeah. What can up you on do? Their, it just showed up on their store page the morning of the of the press conference. I'd be mad, but I mean, also, it also happened today with a pretty big game. But yeah, we'll get to yeah. it. But yeah. except it wasn't Nintendo leaking it this no, time. No, no, no. Ad- admittedly, though. It would have been really funny if it was. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. If Nintendo had leaked it? I just want Nintendo to leak it. That would have been chaos. Every other developer's game. It would be hilarious. <laughs> um, the discourse of how they would get it would be so fun. Yeah. Never, it's fun. Um, so Mario and Rabbids, Sparks of Hope. Uh, Mario and Rabbids is going to space with the with Super Mario Galaxy type theming with um, dual plasma rifles from halo yeah uh peach has an umbrella gun luigi's got a bow and arrow this time and it looks he looks really good with it there's a weird rufio type rabbit with a big who, sword with a big who would have sword? thought that this was not the only umbrella gun we would have seen this weekend <laughs> you're right it was not the only umbrella gun uh yeah We'll get to that. Don't worry. Okay. Um, so this game also looks pretty different. It it looks pretty different from the, the first one. The first one. Uh, it looks more XCOM. Yeah, I saw something so. that they're like they want this game to be the Mario Galaxy to Mario Rabbids One Mario uh, World. So mm. they're they're trying they're going for like a a big leap here forward. Yes. Um, do you think? Okay. Do you think that this, uh, I mean, you likened this rabbit to Rufio. I think it's more like a a, a goth queen, uh, but whatever. Um, Are you implying you, that Rufio is not a goth queen? Yes, I am implying that. I do not think Rufio is goth. I think he has, his aesthetic is unique to Rufio. Um, Ooh, his aesthetic is Rufio. It's yes, the, do you... So up to until now, all of the rab- unique rabbit characters, I guess outside of the bosses, um, had been recreations Copies, yeah. of Mario characters. Do you think there is a character who who looks like this outside of this rabbit? Hmm. I'd like that. Hmm. Hmm. And is and why is it Waluigi? <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's bold. I love it though. That's what I'm saying. This is Rabbit Waluigi. Well, no, Rabbit Waluigi was in the last game. He got a well, makeover. Yeah, they they were the <laughs> or wait, no, were they bad guys? Oh my god, what? That might be it. <laughs> uh, no, no, no. So there was 
There was a rabid Wario and rabid Waluigi in the yeah. last game, and they rabid were bad Waluigi guys. Was a lot buffer. So there was so it maybe was, not. It was Wario and Waluigi, <laughs> right? Because the rabbits say Bois. It's so stupid, but it made me happy. So I'll take it. It's really anyway. Good. Yeah. Anyway, this game looks look really good. I mean, it looks fun. I can't get anyone to play this franchise with me, and that's fine. Uh, well, but up I'm until telling now, you, it wasn't a franchise. Well, yeah, but let me tell you that this and Grant Kirkhope is back for the music. Amazing, very excited. There was some banjo tui music in the beginning of the trailer, by the way. Uh, mm, that man is good. Uh, uh, this game is going to be great. I'm so excited. I am a little hesitant to be super excited, though, because um, I don't know how I feel. So in the first game, you moved from arena to arena when when you were battling people. And in this one, like people can run at you and then it goes over to a mini arena and you fight them like mm. an encounter type situation. Yeah. So yeah. it's it's going to be a structurally different video game. And... I trust them. Uh, I'm excited. My, uh, I did see some tweets out there saying this game looks probably too good to be running on the Switch uh, right now. And yep. we'll that, see. That's possible. Um, we'll see on Tuesday. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I, I mean, I'm really excited. Uh, apparently, the Lumas or the Sparks, which are the rabid Sparks, yeah. rabid Lumas, um, yeah. They actually the, the titular sparks of hope. Yes, they empower your characters with like different elements, so you can change your spark to have a different element, and that will attack, uh, change the way your attacks work against certain enemies. So that's another level of strategy there. That's going to be fun to mess with. Um, if, if this game really, you can get the original, the first one for fifteen dollars right now, and it's it's a game with a ton of great content, and. If you like like strategy games, uh, then it's it's gonna be, it's a good time. So give it a shot if you want. It's a lot deeper than just a rabbits game. Like there's a lot of thinking you have to put into the arenas. Well, I'm With excited a, for this. A, a suspicious <laughs> lack of Rosalina in a game that takes place in space and where there are Lumas. Listen, and there is literally a rabid Rosalina. There, uh, so mm, it's uh, interesting. There could still be Rosalina. So they said there's nine playable characters, and so far we've only seen six. So there's there could be Rosalina. There's Rufio, Rabbit. Oh yeah, well I know that there could be. I'm saying that yeah. lack of Rosalina is suspicious. Yes, because probably plot reasons. Mm-hmm. Mm. P- plot reasons. <laughs> I hope we get playable Bowser this time. That would be. That's what cool. I was thinking. Yeah. Yeah. He he's he's been he's in the advertising for it, like the I think he might be in the box art, uh, but also was not present in the trailer. So he clearly has a role to play here. Mm-hmm. Um. Okay. Then the the final game they showed, like Seth said, uh, he f- somehow learned about this after the showcase. He didn't quite think about it. Uh, yeah. We get they they mentioned that. Eve comes out and he says, uh, this is the next game from Ubisoft Massive. Or from Massive. It's not Ubi- I just say Ubisoft Massive. And then, you know, you get this beautiful 
Forest, and I put in the chat. Thank you. I well, <laughs> I put in the chat. Oh crap! This is gonna be Avatar, and then, <laughs> I, <laughs> and then I'm. I was like, I started to question whether or not I was right because there was like they really didn't show the unique aspects of like the you know what an the Avatar Forest stuff looks like yeah, until like a couple Pandora, like, yeah Pandora, and where's so the like, unobtainium. <laughs> So you, yeah, this is the Avatar game they've been working on for three years, and Which have I shown... was somehow not aware that they were doing this. No, it got announced in the same press conference as Beyond Good and Evil Two. Really? And <laughs> yes, so That's news to me. <clears throat> I just, I deleted that information from my brain. Yeah. So the reason I know this, especially now, is because there's a lot of people on Twitter. Um, because people like to hate Avatar, which I completely understand. <laughs> I think the movie is very simple and not this masterpiece, and I get it. But it's very pretty and cool looking. So I'm, I, you know, I like to look at pretty and cool things. So a lot of people on Twitter were like, well, you know, this must be the product of Beyond Good and Evil 2 getting its people ripped out of pl- making that game to make Avatar. And... Sure, that's a possibility. So I like looked up when these games they're, were announced. They're like totally different studios, first Completely of all. Completely different studios, both with 300 plus people working at each of them. Jeez. So shut up, Twitter. <laughs> You're wrong. Also, anyone who said that is like working on an assumption that Beyond Good and Evil 2 is actually going to come out at some point, which... No. And here's like, the thing. Multiple insiders and people have been like, that game's never going to come out. Yeah. Because and the guy left during the bad people purge of last year or two years ago at Ubisoft, Michael Ansel. He's gone. Uh, so that studio, who knows what they're working on. Um, and it's just the whole thing. People on Twitter wanted to be mad because it was Avatar. I get it. Sure. But this this game looks interesting and it looks beautiful, and the screenshots they showed of in game from the first person view are insanely detailed. Oh, I didn't see those. Yes. So, I mean, it said twenty twenty two, and the game is called Avatar: Frontiers of Pandora. I'm not trying to be this like Avatar stand defending it to the ground, but like Massive has been working on this for a long time, obviously, and. Like, just because Beyond Good and Evil 2, your pig photo- photography game isn't the one coming out, don't be <laughs> this troll on Twitter. Like, these people are finally getting to show their game off, and you're being a jerk. And it made me mad. <laughs> but also, it is just Avatar. Yeah, like, sure. It's blue people riding weird-looking yeah. animals, fighting I, I wouldn't. I Marines. wouldn't go so far as you as to say the game looked interesting. But it definitely yeah. was visually detailed. I'll yeah, well, the the idea of me in first person jumping on a banshee and flying and attacking helicopter things is cool. Whether you can do or not that in actually, Halo, whether or not it <laughs> wrong banshee, whether or not <laughs> whether or not it actually works and feels good to play is another story. But visually, it's very interesting. Um. But yeah, I'm gonna be mad if you can't stick your uh, your ponytail genitalia in everything. I, I, that's what I want to do. 
Yeah. You're going to be able to do just it. Like and merge Seth, with let everything. me tell you. Every let animal, you, let me ride it. Not only are you <laughs> going to be able to do it, Seth, but you're going to be able to feel every moment of it with your dual oh, sense controller. <laughs> you're going to be able to feel every tendril connecting. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> with the PS5 dual sense controller. I hate that. <laughs> I don't like that idea. <laughs> well, well, you wanted it. You asked for it. You said, I wonder, will I? And I'm telling you. Probably. You will. Well, look, there are many things that I wonder about <laughs> that should not happen. <laughs> but I still wonder about them. Um, yeah. So, I mean, I, I think this game looks interesting. And uh, so back in 2017, when they announced all this stuff, I looked at the history of that 27. I did a lot of weird reading the other night. Um, they announced a bunch of games because Ubisoft was under the danger of Vivendi buying them. So they announced a bunch of high-profile games to try to stave off a takeover to get their stock up. And so that's what they did. They announced this Beyond Good and Evil 2 game. They announced Avatar and all this stuff. And Beyond Good and Evil 2 just probably didn't work out. Just like Skull and Bones. No one's seen it since 2018. So Just like Skull and Bones. And we won't see it again until... 2025 when it is announced for the third time yeah and you know maybe ubisoft will think everyone forgot about uh ansel again and they'll try to bring him back so you know you know that's how the cycle works so yep yep ubisoft was interesting i don't think it's the worst thing we saw it's not the worst but ubisoft they they just don't make games that i'm interested in at at this point i none of the like you know there is a template of what you're getting from an Ubisoft game, and you know if you like it or not, and if you're interested. Um, now, I know that I would enjoy Far Cry 6. It doesn't mean I'm interested in it. It, it does that, But that doesn't mean I won't play it. I still might, um, and I probably will, but I'm not interested in it. Nothing yeah. here was interesting. Uh, I do also... Wasn't it in this uh, press conference the... The Watch Dogs Legion uh, DLC with Aiden Pierce and Wrench. Yes. Now, see, that was interesting to me, but only because I played those previous games and know those characters. And it's funny how the one thing about Watch Dogs Legion that is interesting to me is actual characters with names yeah. and story arcs. Mm, maybe, hmm. man, maybe if you put those in a game, I would play it. Huh. I don't even remember if I still have my copy of that game. You need to find a way to get it to Seth. Yeah, I could do if that. If you have it. Yeah. That way he can play as Aiden <laughs> Pierce. And not have to drop the money on it. Pretend it's an also, Aiden Pierce game. I I understand why they would bring back Wrench. Because he's got a look. that He's got like the mask with the emoji eyes. And he's very... You know who he is. Uh, and of course, you know why they bring back Aiden because he also unfortunately has a look. It's amazing <laughs> he's still wearing that same jacket. Honestly, I know. Um, do you think he ever washes it? I'm so uh, sorry. I can't imagine that a guy like Aiden Pierce washes that jacket. <laughs> same. I'm not even um, sure if he washes himself. And this is not to say I Wrench is a good character in Watch Dogs too. He's he's part of the reason. That like he's the cast is really good and really endearing. It's annoying to me though that they wouldn't bring back Marcus, the actual main character of the game. Yeah, that's what I was curious about. 
uh, when I when I saw that come up because I didn't play uh, one or two, but I was thrown off by Marcus not being there, which maybe they're saving it for later. Um, but I, I don't think so. Don't, they yeah, announced I don't think... like when when they first showed off the roadmap for Watch Dogs Legion, they said they talked about this DLC that would have Aiden and Wrench in it. With no mention of Marcus ever. That's yeah. weird. Yeah, which is too bad because he was dope. A game, another game starring him would honestly have been much better. Although it's unfair, I still haven't played Legion, and I'm sure I will get around to it eventually. But I mean, you could have the procedurally generated stuff and actual characters, but that's you know, that's none of my business. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> Ubisoft. I think they did fine. Appropriately fine. Yeah. It wasn't, uh, trust me, was not the worst thing we saw this weekend. We'll get to <laughs> no, that. Yeah, yeah, no, for no. sure. Like, it was, it was, it was whelming. You got what you expected with this Ubisoft press conference. Yeah. I was yeah. properly whelmed. That's the definition of Ubisoft right now, is that and you know what you're getting. It's really unfortunate that Nintendo did leak that game, because that would have been a very hype moment. Oh, yeah. That was taken away from that. Yeah, I... I was kind of bummed, but also, you know, I still had my same reaction. I was so excited. Yeah. yeah. Um, so next was Devolver Digital uh, with... Uh, I can't really describe what they did storyline-wise. It wasn't very good. Don't ever try. It was not even uh, to close to it, as to fun as cha- or chaotic as the past couple years. Uh, There's a really bad NFT joke in there, and it's like too ba- late to make an nft joke bad just like nfts are yeah yeah um let's just talk about the games uh trek to yomi which is a uh man this small developer decided uh you know how ghost of tsushima said they had a kurosawa mode with black and white and it was really just like a black and white filter, filter. not good let's make a side-scrolling samurai game with an actual like Kurosawa feel. Yeah. Uh, and it looks really cool. Yeah. Uh, Seth, you need to go watch the trailer for this. It's, uh, it's basic. It's just a side scrolling samurai game that looks very, very good. Um, and it's very cool looking, uh, wizard with a gun. It's exactly what you think it is. Uh, you're a wizard with and a, you gun. Have a gun. <laughs> That's coming 2022. And that looks also, like, it's very fun. I really like the trailer for this. It had a lot of charm in it. Yeah, and they wait, so Seth, they wait till the end of the trailer to say the name of the game. Because the whole time you're like, wait a second, these people are wizards. And they like they're doing guns. some magic stuff like, here. What? And then the name just goes, wizard you- with a gun. <laughs> it was pretty funny. Yeah. I, I was all about that one. Those two games will be really good. Inscription looks like it's terrifying. Uh, it's this game where you like, like you're playing cards, and there's also a bunch of horror elements mixed with like the room, where like you're solving room puzzles, uh, like an escape room, escape room type thing. It looks neat. Uh, Death's Door coming July twentieth, and I think that's a Game Pass title. I could be wrong. Um, but that looks very good. Shadow Warrior 3 looked, you know, whatever. Um, that's a first-person shooter Doom-like game. Yeah. And it's, you know, I don't know. doesn't do anything for me. 
and Phantom Abyss, which looked really cool. It's June 22nd. Uh, so, Seth, this game, I think you would really like. I don't know if it's if it comes out on on this Xbox, one. though, because it, it's coming out early release on June t- June 22nd. Um, so the, the conceit of this game, Seth, is that everyone is playing... It's an MMO, kind of, where everyone is playing uh, this um, temple run, basically. So you're trying to dodge things, and you're trying to get to the end of the temple and escape with the treasure. Now, here's the thing. The whole game is procedurally generated. So once someone completes a temple, that you're the only person ever to complete that temple. They just trash it and generate another one for everyone to play on. So, like, if you finish a run, that's it. You'll never get to play it again. And it's that's kind of neat. Like, I am the one yeah. sole winner of yeah. this level. And all the phantoms that you're seeing of other players, like, they said this in the trailer, there was, like, everyone that you're seeing has failed. Yes. So, like, you could be the one... Yeah, you're watching that, other people you know? fail, and you could be the one to to do it. Yeah, uh, it's it's a very 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 cool vibe. Uh, it's really, the the three games to look at out of this is, in my opinion, Death Store, Phantom Abyss, and Trek to Yomi, um, with slight nods to Wizard with a Gun and Inscription. Um, <laughs> okay. Let's let's talk about Gearbox. And I don't really want to. Yeah. Uh, I mean, did, do we have to? I didn't watch this. No, no, no. Uh, but I'd, what I know is that apparently it was Randy Pitchford bothering people on the set of the Borderlands movie. Yes. Yeah, that was so the majority. The, that's, what I, that's what I got from it from Twitter. So here's the, here's the other part of it. So it was about 15 minutes of Randy Pitchford bothering people. And then also these people did not look like happy to interact with him. They I wouldn't be. They like were like, God, this guy's on. And you could tell he's not on set every day. He probably was just on set for that day. And they're like, God, please get away from us. Like, and they wouldn't show anyone in costume and they wouldn't show anything. They showed off a prop gun. That was it. Yeah. No trailer. No trailer, nothing. Which, fine. They're in the middle of shooting. They're not going to have a trailer. Yeah. Because I would bet the reason they didn't show anyone in costume is because they probably are doing some crazy Ready Player One type CGI to make this movie. Like, if they're not going to show people in costume now and they're showing those weird silhouette things, yeah. there's probably a lot of post stuff happening. With this, I would sure they got to give it that cell shaded look. Exactly. Yeah, I wasn't even thinking about that before until you mentioned it. Yeah, like they had Kevin Hart in this giant sweatsuit so that you couldn't see what he was wearing. Yeah, it's it's honestly kind of a bummer because we have seen through expert cosplay that you can recreate that look using makeup, which would certainly have been more arduous for them to do, probably. But yeah. it would have it would have been really cool if they did that all practically in like uh, in the movie. But yeah, they probably won't. I mean, if you go to my Instagram, I have been to MegaCon multiple years, and you scroll back, there has been some phenomenal Borderlands cosplay I have seen. Uh, 
and that's you know whatever. Gearbox was a hot mess. Uh, they showed off the border, the Wonderland's Tiny Tina trailer again. Um, they did small hints to Home World Three, but they did not show anything. It just kept saying in development. Yep. And then that was it. Then they showed Randy Pitchford bothering people again, and then it was over. Um, <clears throat> it's very annoyed. Uh, Hollywood industry. Randy Pitchford does not represent us gamers. Uh, oh God, I hate even saying I'm a gamer. Like, yeah, no. I, Randy Pitchford I does know. not I think represent. If you're calling yourself a gamer, then Randy Pitchford does represent. <laughs> yes, represent so there you go. Them. Yes, if you if you are someone that Sorry, goes David. up to people, Randy Pitchford represents you. Yeah, but, but for people that both legally and socially, in, for yeah. people that just enjoy video games, <laughs> you, and can, will represent you in court if you are sued. If you ever called yourself a gamer, God, I, you, oh, no. there is no one that will lose a court case faster. Uh, so, I just, you know, this whole thing between having to see Jeff Kaylee, having to see, uh, um, Greg Miller, and now I have to watch. Randy Pitchford, I just was so mad at the Well, end of you didn't Saturday. have to. Let's be clear. I didn't watch this. Uh, I understand why you, why, you, why you did and why you say you have to. And it is unfortunate that if you wanted to know what was happening in that press conference, you were subjected to that, uh, I really uh, thought, nonsense. I really thought that we would get gameplay after yeah. seeing the cool trailer. Yeah, at it's crazy hearing that all they showed off w- of Wonderlands was the same trailer. It was the exact same trailer. Yeah. No different. There was no I reason for this. I mean, it's a pretty good trailer. It looks, it looks interesting. <clears throat> but, yeah. Uh, I really thought we'd get gameplay. That's the whole reason I watched it. So, whatever. Oops. Whatever. Oops. Oops. Oops is how you live sometimes. <laughs> so, um, with that... Everyone, uh, you know, uh, it's a slight bummer note, but we're going to take a break and we will be right back with Xbox and Square Enix. Hi, Big Joe here, and I'm here to tell you to check out Suplex the Sticks on all social media platforms at at Suplex the Sticks. Links for the socials and the invite to our Discord are in the show notes below. Subscribe and review the show on your favorite podcatcher. And while you're at it, let your friends know about the podcast. It's the best way to help us grow our community. And with that, back to the show. And we're back. We're going to talk about Xbox now. Um, Washington Post did a great job of uh, letting us all know about an hour early that Starfield was going to be at Xbox by posting a featurette with Todd Howard uh, and releasing the trailer for Starfield uh, early. So thanks, Washington Post. Thanks. Yeah. Uh, you know, I watched it early, so I, I had to. I was like, oh, I need to see this. Um, and no gameplay. Just no a concept gameplay. trailer. Uh, yeah. I mean, it was in Engine. It was yeah. Alpha. And, oh, yeah. Nice. Uh Really, uh, I did see someone on Twitter call it, uh, um, like, NASA Core. Or like, it really like, does look like that. It's like early space travel, lots of switches on the board, uh, 
you know, and I, I mean, I'm all about it. It looks really cool. Yeah. Um, but this is coming out specifically on 11, 11, 22. Now, do you guys know what else came out on 11, 11? The In Bethesda's history. Space shuttle. Uh, no. Something fallout related? No, Skyrim. Oblivion. Skyrim. Uh-huh. Skyrim came out on 11, 11. An auspicious um, <clears throat> day. So they're calling their shot. You know, it's far away. Of course, um, it should be noted it's eleven eleven of twenty twenty two. Yes, not this year. Yeah, no, it's I said twenty two. Yeah. Um, well, I was just saying, just in case noted. people didn't know that twenty two. Yeah. Wasn't this year? I know, game? but you're just saying if you're just saying eleven eleven, people would be like, "Oh <laughs> man, that's close." Two thousand eleven. Yeah. Oh. Uh, so it's going to be on Game Pass day one. And it's an Xbox exclusive, so Starfield uh, looks looks kind of neat. Looks there's there's a big mech in it, uh, probably a farmer mech. I do love big uh, mechs, no matter their. Do you purpose. think you're gonna be able to fly in this game? Mm. I don't I think mean, so. Through space, <laughs> yeah. I think I think you'll be able to like set coordinates and stuff, but yeah, I, I don't know if you're gonna be flying. Uh, I we'll think it would be a great disappointment. If this is a space exploration game that you can't explore space manually in, yeah, but it, it, you know, it's, it's possible. <laughs> uh, I, I'm interested. They what they don't go all in on their concepts, unfortunately. I'm I'm really interested, but I I just need to see more. Yeah, uh, but they've got me. You know, space. RPG. It says it said they the said like twenty five capitalism can't reach us. It said like twenty five years in the making. Uh, turns out that's because Todd Howard like had thought of this video game back when he was younger. Yeah. So it mm. was. It's not that Bethesda's been working on this for twenty five <laughs> years. It's, it's just been in development hell. Todd Howard, I guess, at one point as a kid thought, man, a space game would be cool, and then he's decided the landmark that day is when Starfield began, <laughs> yeah. which. I mean, go for it. Like, uh, this isn't video games, but like uh, Hickman, I guess, thought of this X-Men story he's been doing since he was a kid. Uh, yeah. And now he's getting to do it. 40 years in the So making, I guess baby. if you want to say 40, you know. <laughs> I actually uh, don't know how old Jonathan Hickman is. So, I think he's you know, kind of old, though. It's, it's interesting Todd Howard decided to landmark that. Uh, <clears throat> but Starfield. You know, that's the, I would say coming into E3, the two big games that people wanted to know about was um, Elden Ring and Starfield. And here we are. We we saw them. We know dates. They're coming. One a little later than the other. But <clears throat> next on Xbox's list was Stalker 2, Heart of Chernobyl. That's coming on. April 28th, 2022, on Game Pass Day 1. There was a ton. This was an hour and a half long. Yes. Yeah. Let's let's try to let's try to buzz through some of this cuz we can't we can't like talk in depth about every single game. Yeah. <laughs> Stalker Super Russian. Uh Looks pretty some, cool some, though. Yeah, some interesting stuff. It's like an open world first person shooter. Yeah. Uh looks really neat. You're able to test like the radioactivity by throwing out spikes and sometimes it hits these like reality breaking areas. It's weird. Seems really weird and neat. Um, 
I want to go back and play the old ones, but they're like over a decade old. Yeah. So they're going to be janky. I don't know if that's feasible. Yeah. No. Uh, Back for Blood got another trailer, but that's because it's coming out on Game Pass. So October 12th, 2021 for that. Hey, that means I'll play it. Yeah. Yeah. Means I will play it also, I guess, because it'll be there. Uh, Contraband, the next... Uh, the rumor was that there was possibly going to be an acquisition of Avalanche by Xbox. Um, and right now, it, that's not the case, but Avalanche is making a game for Xbox called Contraband. Open World, Open and, co-op. World and Co-op were the two details they gave us. Yep, but this which is does the, nothing for me. Yes, it means literally nothing, but it is the developer of the Just Cause game, so you can probably expect it to so that's what I thought. have that kind of a feel. I People have wanted this multiplayer just cause to the point where they've modded other games to make multiplayer <laughs> yeah. happen. And, and so that now mod that, is fantastic, by the way. And it's so now chaos. that we're getting it, this game might be one of the best games of all time. <laughs> so just I understand like it's easy to crap on it because it was like a, a small cinematic where they just said open world and co-op. But we know what this studio can do. And I mean, I'm I'm all for it. Uh, as someone who played a ton of Just Cause Three, uh, yeah, and I didn't even play the story. I just went around and did the the you know the pit stop things to free areas. Yeah. Um, let's see. Uh, <laughs> possibly one of my favorite things in this whole presentation. The best is that. Pirates of the Caribbean is coming to Sea of Thieves, baby. The crossover you always wanted. You want to be sailing those seas, and then all of a sudden Davy Jones comes running up beside you? Yeah, I want to be scared. I want to be terrified like that. Give it to me. Featuring likely not Johnny Depp's voice. You know. Oh, it's not. It's already been confirmed. Not Johnny Depp. Uh... So, you know, they've got Davy Jones, they've got Gibbs, uh, they got Johnny, her, they got Jack Sparrow. Maybe they'll have the other characters. Maybe. Who knows? They had that one woman. I forget oh, what her the, name was. The... Oh, it starts with a T. Uh, but she's, yeah, she turns into the big monster. Man. Uh, I wish yeah. I anyway, could remember look, what her name look is. neat. Pirates of the it's a, it's going to be a story too. So it's a story. It's free DLC for the game, and uh, comes out June twenty second. I'm very excited. I regularly stream, or vaguely regularly stream Sea of Thieves uh, with my friends. So if you want to, uh, you know, join our Discord or watch on social medias, and I'll post when we're playing it. Um, but we're definitely going to want to do that. It's a very fun time. Uh, Yakuza Like a Dragon got a full trailer because it's coming on Game Pass today. Woo! Uh, very exciting. So, uh, Battlefield 2042 is coming October 22nd, 2021. And this game looks freaking awesome. It looks so much fun. Yes. It's full insanity. It's full Battlefield glory. Wingsuits. Uh, collapsing, collapsing, buildings. driving a four wheeler off of a building into a helicopter. Uh, Seth, what did Sand you think of storms. this? 
I mean, it, there's some the the one thing that I thought was neat when they were fighting on top of this building, and then they jump off in wingsuit, and it's like, okay, that's kind of cool the scale of the maps. But like I've said before, that the gameplay in Battlefield it just doesn't really speak to me. Yeah, I I don't know. I'm gonna give this one a sincere shot. Oh, especially the. Uh, customization of the guns on the fly. Yeah. That was really cool. Like being able to change your gun out for specific circumstances. Yeah. Is real cool. I love that so much. Yeah. I'm really excited for this game, um, which is good because I really wasn't excited for Battlefield 5 um, previously, but this is. 2042 is going to be huge. Yeah. In the best way. Yeah. It's def- definitively going to be huge. A lot of, like, 168, I think it said, multiplayer. It's nuts. Somewhere around there. Um, 12 Minutes got a release date, August 19th, 2021. Uh, comes in, coming on Game Pass Day 1. That one was is the time loop top-down game uh, starring James McAvoy and Willem Daisy Dafoe Ridley. and da- Daisy Ridley. Yes. I was going to say Ray because I could not remember her name. <laughs> Uh, I could hear her voice in my head, but I could not remember her name. Uh, Psychonauts 2, which, depending on the time they show it, looks like a fantastic game or, like, very generic looking. Yep. I don't understand what, what's happening with this game, but it's coming on August 25th, 2021 to Game yeah. Pass. Thought that this might be a same-day drop because there had been talk that it was... I guess it had been available for preload on on Game Pass for a while. So I thought maybe it would just come out, but no, it's coming out in August. Yeah. I mean, which is still very close. So August 25th, 2021. Uh, Fallout 76. They said that this is like one of the most downloaded games on Game Pass, which I believe a lot of people probably want to try this game. Yeah, I wonder if it's one of the most deleted games. <laughs> or I Maybe. wonder what the total playtime of uh, of the people who have downloaded it is. Yeah. I would like to see more stats on that. Yeah. Um, but it's The Pit, <laughs> which when they showed this, all I thought of was the song from Parks and Rec. Uh, but The Pit is going to be a DLC for Pittsburgh. And then Steel Rain which R-E-I-G-N is going to be an expansion on July 7th. Uh, Xbox is getting a gangs, Gang Beasts-like game called Party Animals in 2022 on Game Pass. Uh, Hades is coming to Game Pass on August 13th. And also getting a physical nope. Xbox release. Yes. And PS5 or 4 release as well, I think. That wasn't we love like to part see of it. this, but we do love to see it. I got goosebumps when they played the song. It's, man, what a great game. Yeah. Yeah, I might play this game again. Uh, yeah, <laughs> just because it's real good. Really excited for I might that. download it to try and see how far I can get on a uh, fresh run. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what I was thinking earlier today, too. Like, how far could I get in a base run? Uh, huh, let's see. Oh, I lost my spot. Somerville. Somerville. Uh, coming 2022. Apparently, the developer of this is an ex-Play Dead person. Um, 
So that could be really cool. Play Dead is known for Inside and Limbo. So this game definitely had those vibes in it. So, all right, let's let's take a couple minutes to talk about this. The, the Halo Infinite trailer that we saw. What, what did mm-hmm. we think? I like it a lot. I lo- I'm excited for Halo again, which is the first time I could say that in seven or eight years. That's, I think that's unfair because Master Chief Collection is very good. Yeah, I wasn't excited for that. Like I wasn't, yeah, but it's it's the same games. That you I was were happy excited for excited for previously. Yeah, I guess. Okay. Yeah, I'll ex- I I understand. Halo Infinite looks really good. It does look really uh, good. Also, the multiplayer is giving is making me flash back to like all the Reach multiplayer trailers, and I love that feeling. Yeah, <laughs> Reach. I it was my favorite multiplayer for the series. So. I'll I'll take anything that even vaguely resembles that. Yeah. So I I I remain skeptical. Um, Rightfully so. Of one the the game itself and of the purported uh, release window that they gave us, um, which is holiday of this year. Um, I don't really know. I didn't really know what to make of the story trailer. Um, because a lot of it was cinematic and then a little bit of what appeared to be actual gameplay and then more cinematic. Um, so I'm still not sure what the actual story is going to be. But I will say the multiplayer trailer did look fun. Um, uh, I I understand where you're coming from with the Reach stuff. I read a preview that also compared it to um, Combat Evolved. So uh, I think... It it the the multiplayer gameplay did look like it was moving in the right direction. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, I think if anything, that multiplayer is coming out uh, before the campaign. Uh, that multiplayer mm. is probably going to come out holiday for sure. Definitely. <clears throat> and since we haven't mentioned it yet, the multiplayer will be free to play. Yeah, it'll be almost a separate product. Yeah. Um, in fact, it will because it'll be free to play. Yep. And the campaign will be on Game Pass and cost money for people that don't have Game Pass. Uh, you know, it's interesting. You're getting a new AI, and the idea is that Cortana has supposedly been deleted, but there's also this mystery as to was she actually deleted? Uh, and this AI, uh, this new one, is impersonating Cortana. Like, that's part of her mission. So we technically just have a new Cortana. Yeah. They... You know, there is this weird moment where they, uh, I don't know if you guys picked up on this or if maybe I'm picking up on nothing, but where Chief is like, well, missions change. And I'm like, are you just mentioning that the the storyline is changing <laughs> right now? Like, what? because it had to change from what you had before. Yeah. That's why you brought because just a stat in. Halo 6, Halo 5 was nonsense. Yeah. It was. Yeah. It like it felt like it was a nod to that, I think. I I could be wrong. I could be picking up on stuff that's not real. But, you know, it's definitely something that itched it's it made an impact in my skull. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's a phrase. You know, I also think, you know, him saying that he I did get bummed because when he when Master Chief said over the comm that he was gonna get help or something. I was like, oh, he's going to go get June. 
that's why they're... I was hoping for the Arbiter to pop and, up. And then it was this AI, which, I mean, you know, as a traumatized child that was raised the way Master Chief was, <laughs> and you end up really connecting to an AI... Fra- of your yeah, basically it makes militant mother's brain waves. Yeah, you know, a bunch of book lore that other people don't have. Yep. Uh, but uh, yeah. That be- that's game lore. They say in 4 that... Cortana is, based, or even in Reach, I think, that she's based off of Halsey's yeah. brain. Yeah. Yes, I believe so, it was in Reach. Yep. So I'm I'm excited. I think I think they're going in the right direction, at least. I so agree. The game, the flyovers they did were very pretty. Uh, so the game looks very good now, like visually. Yeah. Like last year is almost super in the rearview mirror. Oh yeah, for sure. So. Halo Infinite, baby. Maybe it's coming 2021. Who knows? I freaking hope. Uh, Diablo 2 got a trailer for... Sub- they actually showed the release date for the first time. It didn't have a release date before this, by ah. the way. Uh, don't know if you guys knew that. But September 23rd, 2021. Looks pretty good. Yeah. I thought for a second that this was Diablo 4. No, um, yeah. But just because no. I'm unfamiliar with Diablo. Yeah. I was like, oh, man, this looks really cool. I could play this. And then it said Diablo 2. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I forgot the I'll remake. Have to go back to the Hasn't old come out yet. Uh, the Rat Game. Seth tried to say this was bourbon tied, which this was definitively not bourbon tied. Yes, but well, I would like that's to. That's a rat game. I would like to note, bourbon tied is a cool name. Yeah, <laughs> no, it's a totally cool name. Uh, but a Plague Tale Requiem uh, coming 2022. I, I've heard that that first Plague Tale game, a lot of people loved it. Yeah. And. I feel like I need to go play it. Did you? I, I feel did the you same play now. this, Seth? I feel like you said I you did. I did not. Oh. Um, but I've definitely heard a lot of good things. Uh, Far Cry 6 got a trailer. Again. Again. <laughs> uh, but this one showed off a goth chicken pet instead of the dog with wheels as its back legs. So, you know, we we have a goth chicken pet, and it's exciting. Uh, let's see. God, what's next? Slime Rancher Two. This was a weird announcement, but uh, our nephew AJ loved Slime Rancher One, and he spent like two and a half hours explaining it to me on the couch one day. So, you know, this game has an audience. Uh, Seth, you said you tried to play the first one. Did you just like bounce off of it, or did you yeah, not like just it? Not for me. Yeah. Uh, it seemed very chaotic and weird from what I saw, uh, but fun. Uh, Shredders, another snowboarding game. We got to see. It's coming December yes. 2021 to Game Pass. Exclusive to Xbox. Uh, I don't remember seeing this at all. <laughs> no? Really? No. I was excited by this. I am a sucker, of course, for a snowboarding game. Uh, and... Sometimes those games aren't good, uh, so <laughs> I'll definitely end up playing this, and hopefully it's good. I mean, it's on Game Pass, so it's free. Uh, well, kind of free. So the best thing is they now. showed... I'm excited for this game, only because Seth will play it, get mildly good at it, and right before he quits, this game showed a trailer of a feature of you like playing as a cameraman that's following another snowboarder, 
and I want to be Seth's cameraman. Yeah. And, and try to snowboard behind him and catch his moves. That's so, kind of neat. Yeah. I I think that would be real fun because in the in the trailer, like you know, the cameraman gets a little too far ahead and gets hit by the snowboarder. <laughs> so I also would like to potentially sabotage Seth's cool move <laughs> and, and have catch him crash it on into film. me. Yeah. That would be fun. It'd be like us running into each other with the wingsuits, which is a top 10 gaming moment right there. Very hard to do, but hilariously uh, satisfying when it yeah. happened. Yeah. Uh, one of my, I just, sometimes I think about that moment and laugh to myself. It's a good moment. It's a good time. Uh, let's see. We're Atomic Heart. That didn't have a date on it. That game looked weird, Russian, and interesting. Um, let's just keep moving. Looks cool to me. Looks cool. Uh, replaced a steampunk pixel art game. Oh, yeah. This uh, is completely my jam. Yeah. This game looked f- amazing. I am so excited Seems to for be this. Elements of side-scrolling and beat-em-up, but outside of that, it's unclear what it actually is. Yeah, there's some platforming stuff, and it's coming 2022. Big, big excited for that. Grounded is getting an update called Shroom and Doom uh, on June 30th. Let me tell you that this trailer was real good and funny because they also shout out, like, I guess people have been asking to be able to sit in the game. And so they're like, we added sitting. And then they're like, no joke, you've been asking. And they show like a little side chat of the people asking to sit. Uh, I've heard that game is fun. I have it downloaded on my PC and Xbox, and I have never booted it up. <laughs> so I need to, but I've heard it's really fun. Uh, you know, it looks neat. There's a bit in the trailer with, uh, there's this like big spider boss thing. I mean, it's, and they make a joke about an the arachnophobia. Yes. About an arachnophobia slider. So like you turn it on and it just... Oh, have you not known about their slider? No. Okay, so they have that. They've had that since the launch. So that <laughs> for great. like kids that were afraid of spiders, so that not they just could kids. not just kids. I mean, even <laughs> adults. Yeah. Me. So you could turn it off. But the problem is the thing that's resulted from it is almost as terrifying. Yeah. So it, it the the model of the spider or whatever creature you're using the slider for gets downgraded into pretty much just two big circles. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's, it's it looks stuff. really funny, but also really scary too, because it no longer resembles the thing that you normally fear. Yeah, <laughs> it is it, it, now morphed into a new fear <laughs> that you get from it. And what is, still what, is there a word it. for fear of floating spheres? I'm sure there is. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure there is. Jeez, uh, <laughs> I, gosh, I would have to look it up. Uh, all right, so next was Among Us. That's coming. Uh, Seth, tell me about this next one because I don't know the actual story behind it. I'm excited for but this. But the I, Iuden Chronicles? Yes. Uh, so I don't recall when this happened, but it was kind of – it was a low-key uh, big announcement. I think it was l- – Either last year or earlier this year. um, I'm not sure. Um, The last... I'm trying to look. 
I don't. So I don't remember recall when this announcement. I think it might have been last year, but uh, a, a group of developers were coming together to announce a Kickstarter for a game. Of course, the thing here is that all these developers were people who were um, who were the creators of the Suikoden series, um, and they were debuting this idea for this game called Ayudan Chronicle Hundred Heroes, which carries a lot of the the blood and DNA of Suikoden. You know, it's got uh, the hundred different characters and the classic kind of RPG stylings. Um, they, I guess, recently in a backer update, they, they announced that the game was getting delayed. Uh, so it was really cool. Like, I, I ha- I'm not really, like, super closely following it. I was aware of it when it was announced and thought, oh, that's cool. Um, I'll get that game once it's finally come out. So it was cool to see uh, the title show up in the showcase uh, and some gameplay, which looks like it's got the kind of HD 2D look that Octopath has and that the recently announced uh, Dragon Quest Three remake has. Yeah. Um, of, like, pixel art in a 3D world, but a 3D world that's kind of designed to make it look like it's 2D. Um, it's beautiful. Yeah, it's I, really I, good looking. I love this art style that all these games have been using lately. Uh, I wonder if they're yeah. all using the same engine or if it's just they're they're aping the style. Um hmm. I doubt it because like this they they came together to create their own thing. Um and some of this art style was like in the original like Kickstarter pitch. Um so I mean there might be some like uh I guess convergent evolution type of thing where two people come up with the same idea uh, yeah. simultaneously. Um yeah, so it's coming. It's 2023, so it is quite a while, quite a ways off. But it's going to be on Game Pass, and they also surprise announced uh, a. I, it was called Ayudan Chronicle Rising, which seemed to be like a action RPG prequel to the game. So this this is cool for me. That's coming out 2022, I believe. It's yes. Said. Yes. Yep. 2022. Yeah. So really. If the prequel's coming out first, doesn't that just make it the first game? Yes. Yes. Uh, yeah, <laughs> basically. Um, they got a small... This game looks kind of interesting, but The Ascent is coming on July 29th on Game Pass. Um, Age of Empires 4 is coming October 28th. For PC. For PC. I believe it's also coming to console eventually. So. Eventually, uh, I think. I mean, I, I could be, but uh, on Game Pass, The Outer Worlds Two got an amusing trailer. I that was tricked not expect- me. I didn't think this was Outer Worlds Two. Like, I didn't have any idea that it was going to be that until the logo popped up. Yeah, it was kind of like intentionally a super generic trailer that had a narrator talking about how generic the trailer was. Yeah, and how like this was created because. It, the w- the reason it looks like this is because nothing in the game is actually done uh, or showable. Um, and then it ended saying that it was Outer Worlds 2. So that's neat. I'm glad that they're getting to make... That that one was successful enough for them to make a new one. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, we didn't see any of their... Uh, the other game. The, the, the Skyrim-looking game. Yeah. Avowed. 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 Yeah, that's what I was hoping for. 
But Outer so, Worlds 2, also cool. Um, Obsidian's got a lot to work on right now. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's for sure. Um, let's see. Oh, um, after that was Microsoft Flight Sim is coming July 27th. Yes, finally uh, coming to console with Top Gun DLC. <laughs> that was great. I'm excited for this. I've been, I remember when the game first came out, I remember going on my Xbox to download it and, and coming to the tragic realization that it's not actually out on console. Yeah. So now it's going to be, and I'm excited. I'm very, very excited for this. Because um, I, especially the Top Gun DLC, let me fly around in a fighter jet. That'd be fun. Uh, especially in co-op, where it could be like, you know, someone is Maverick and I'm, or and someone is Goose. That'd be good. Yeah. Uh, For Forza Horizon Five is coming November 9th, twenty twenty one, on Game Pass, and it's it's set in Mexico this time around. Yes, as we alluded know, to earlier, big volcano. So I would like to say, Forza Horizon's not really the open world racing sim is not really the thing for me. But I will say that they were very thorough with this trailer about showing first of all how graphically impressive the game is and the amount of technical detail that goes into it. Um, Like they really did a good job of showing all the individual like details. And why, like, this, the way stuff works that makes it so impressive looking. Um, so, you know, hats off to them for creating a visually stunning world, which I will probably not play. Though it's going to be on Gate Pass, so maybe. The Forza team is... a substantial trailer, though, too. Like, it was a lot. Yeah. They always do a but great also, job. But also, like, a weird trailer, because they would show very quick segments of gameplay and then cut to something else happening. And so it was hard to actually tell what was going on. Yeah, they really wanted to show the different environments you could be racing in, whether it was yeah. like mountainous terrain or city uh, or snow and some... Or volcano. And, yeah, or volcano. <laughs> uh, but it was beautiful. Beautiful looking game. Forza games always are. They And they're fun. I would, ar- I would argue that like the Forza games are the like the technical showcases of Xbox consoles mm. these days. Yes, that's definitely true. It's yeah, between that one and actual Forza proper. Yeah. Uh um, well, yeah, that's why I just meant Forza yeah. in general. Yeah. Forza <coughs> Forza's another level. Uh <laughs> that's why they're that's why they're still holding that in their back pocket. Yeah. I bet you Forza seven is gonna be insane. Uh because they love to make those as sim as possible. Um and it, you know, it looks, you know, it's going to be exciting. Racing games are fun when they're more casual, which is where Horizon comes in. Uh, I hope you guys download it and we play it together because I, you know, I love th- it's while well, racing games are kind of not my big thing, but driving around those environments is so much fun, yeah. especially with friends, uh, you know. And you can pretend like you're in Fast and the Furious and weave in between cars and, you know, that kind of stuff. Uh, Then we got Phil coming out and he, you know, he hyped everything up. And then he said we had one more thing. And then we get this 
cool trailer from Arcane. Yes, from Arcane, Arcane Austin. Yeah, so not the ones working on Deathloop, uh, but definitely uh, Arcane. Like you can, you can see the Arcane DNA in this trailer, and I love it. Um, it was a lot of it was it was like in reverse order, like in time, showing like the outcome of a battle, and then showing the battle and showing you know other stuff. But uh, it, we couldn't really can't actually describe what happens because it's it's quite a substantial cg trailer uh no actual gameplay but for a game called redfall which appears to be some kind of open shared open world uh shooter uh with characters that are also super powered in which you are fighting against uh vampire hordes and possible cults uh Probably vampire cults. Um, it looks neat. Like they they definitely sold me with the trailer. Yeah, yeah, and it looks like you know they're they're moving towards this giant spooky vampire bringing an eternal night upon the city. Yep, I uh, th- yep. that was such a cool ending shot too. Like the, the I think eclipses are cool, but like especially like combine that with vampires and having an eternal night situation like that's a perfect setup i'm like i i and i'm a sucker for arcane studios so i was gonna get this regardless um and it's on game pass so you're gonna get it regardless so i'm gonna get it regardless regardless um but i'm i'm really pumped for this i think i think this is gonna be uh, the way that the only way that I could think this is going to work is going to be it's kind of like Borderlands a little bit. Yeah. Because you you seem and maybe I could be wrong, but uh, you have it's co-op or single player, and you have these four sort of classes, uh, and you're fighting vampires. Like it it could have a story mode, and it could be. I mean, did did you get that kind of vibe, Seth? Possibly. Um, I don't think that comparison like was immediately like it didn't immediately but i see where you're coming from like there i don't think there's gonna be like a million guns but no yeah the trailer showed off four distinct characters Mm -hmm. i don't know if i would if i like you could call them character classes but there were four distinct characters that each had different weapons and different look and and seemingly different uh power sets so i could see where you would get that from uh and this is where the umbrella gun came in forced the yes, girl. one of them. There was a, a giant umbrella that was shot at one of the vampires. Yeah, the huh. green, the the Green Lantern esque girl made a giant umbrella and shot it. Ah, uh, I thought that was just like a wooden stake she had at the end of her gun. <laughs> nope, that was <laughs> nope. With like, was an umbrella. like like a you know like a bayonet, except it's a wooden stake. Like nah. I was like, oh, that's a really cool idea. Nice. I can't believe I never thought of it before. Yeah. <laughs> My uh, eyes are umbrella. bad, apparently. Umbrella. I like she made an uh, elevator for someone. I, that was kind of neat. There was a guy with a bird in it, so Seth was immediately... Yes, uh, I was. Imme- they immediately grabbed me with the man with the bird friend. Yeah, you know. that's It's going to get Seth every time. <laughs> every single if time. If you want him to play a game, God willing. That's, that's an easy in for me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's a very one specific detail that specifically speaks to me. Yeah. And I will play your game. Um, but yeah, that was outside of the... I think... I don't remember if this was in the show or 
after the fact, but they also announced the Xbox mini fridge. It was right after. I didn't yeah. see this. So what? It, yeah. So yeah, like if you stuck around an actual for like mini seconds. fridge shaped like an Xbox. Yeah. If you stuck around like 20 seconds after the showcase ended, they started playing a trailer for the mini fridge. I want it. How much is it? I don't know. I didn't I watch know. the whole they thing. They said it's coming out this holiday. I'll buy it. But that was Xbox's showcase. Um, in my opinion, probably too long, but definitely some good stuff in there. Yeah. I mean, it was definitely too long, but they definitely... I, I would say so they made here, use of the time, though. Here's the thing. It was too long, but you got to see that there is something coming to Game Pass like every other freaking week. Yeah. Like every other week, some sort of new game is coming to Game Pass from now until the end of 2023. Yeah. Because not only did the stuff they showed off, like Phil started listing off all of the stuff we've seen before that we're, we didn't get to see again, like Avowed, Elder Scrolls Six, uh, you know, um, Hellblade 2, um, all that stuff. Like, the, we're going to see that stuff later. And yeah, it's going to be cool. A lot of stuff coming up. Um, all right. So next, uh, maybe in my opinion, uh, this was more. This was a more disappointing showcase than Ubisoft, for sure, in my opinion. Oh, yes, this was not a. I'm not going to say it was bad, but it was. Square Enix was later in the day. Uh, it was mercifully uh, much shorter than Xbox's, uh, and also felt a lot shorter than it actually was. Because literally half of it was taken up by one game. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's And that was Guardians of the Galaxy, which I don't like, know was rumored. I think it might have been actually revealed previously. Jason Schreier uh, actually reported back in twenty seventeen that this is what Eidos Montreal was working on. Yeah. Yeah. So, so it's so. been in development for a while. Yeah, yeah I think that so, clearly shows. <laughs> yes. Um a lot of people said this game looked rough, and I, I wouldn't know. I also watched had this playing on my phone um, while I was playing uh, Final Fantasy VII Remake Intergrade. <laughs> um, but there are, like, I can... There are things here that I think are interesting, and there are things that I think don't look that great about it. Um... It's. I appreciate that this is a single player game and not a live service game. Yeah. Or or like what whatever you want to call Avengers. Um, and it yeah. seems to be like narrative focused, and there are choices that you can make, and there seems to be a focus on like the the group, the like interpersonal dynamics of the actual group. Um, Maybe a also, little too much talking between them. Yeah, yeah. a lot of talking. And it, it does uh, rub up against that weirdness when you have uh, well-known now movie characters who are portrayed by well-known actors, and then you give them a very similar look, but a very different voice. Um, and it kind of uh, makes your brain not like what it's hearing. Um, yeah. So it's... it's and it's unfortunate that they couldn't. There's not really any way around that. Um, although you know, S- Spider-Man figured it out pretty easily, so I don't know what the deal is. Uh, probably because in because Spider-Man actually sounds like a person rather than uh, a cartoon. Yeah. In, in Marvel Spider-Man. So here's the thing. 
they they took twenty minutes to show this game when they could have showed it in ten minutes and it would have been the same impact. Uh, after that story trailer, they showed like twelve minutes of gameplay when it was just basically the same gameplay over and over again. Yep. Uh, yeah, it was really. It was just. It it was far too much. Yeah. It felt the gameplay that they showed felt as long as Xbox's conference. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And every time you thought it was ending, it just was clipping over to a going. new portion of gameplay. Yeah. It just kept going. Um, it's interesting that you only play as Star-Lord in this. You can, like, can, you can issue orders to the other characters, but this is... You're not, you're not switching between characters. It's I a very would, Mass Effect um, style. Yeah, so, it's, that's, that's probably what... It's kind of like Mass Effect by way of the Marvel's Avengers game is probably the easiest way to describe what the gameplay was. I would also argue it seemed from all of the the stuff that it seemed like Star-Lord effectively didn't do that much damage. It seemed like the other characters were, it's almost more important for you to issue commands to the other players than it is for you to attack. Than it is for you to attack. And that is weird. Well, I mean, that's not, I I don't think it's weird in context considering one of your, you've got what? You've got this superhuman tree creature. You've got this giant, super strong dude you've got a, a cybernetic uh assassin and uh the rocket who's got much more powerful weaponry than than star lord does he's got a bigger arsenal um, than uh, ratchet and clank in context all of the other people all of the other members of the guardians of the galaxy are stronger than star lord yeah but yeah. as a gameplay feature it's yeah it's probably not it's kind of annoying it it doesn't it didn't jive with my brain in a, in the right way. Yeah. Um, also, I something didn't work with me with the 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 story choices, like the dialogue choices, um, like not not the choices of the writing, which was fine. I think that there was moments where each character shined, but there was also moments where each character was grating, and uh, maybe they just didn't pick a good balance. Yeah. Uh, but the the choosing the the telltale style in between like and it said like rocket will remember you doing this and it's like okay how much of it like how much is this actually going to change this game uh, you know it it looked fine i i'm not sure i'll buy this day one uh you know but it it's coming october 26th it's coming very soon yeah uh, yeah did not expect Hopefully that. they can fix some of those uh, frame rate drops and uh, the other rough around the edges uh, details. Yeah. Uh, especially since you know they... <laughs> See, that's the thing, especially with game the, the games showcasing right now, is that you know they're not showing on older consoles. They're going to show the, the version they're showing you on newer consoles. Yeah. But or like a PC that is running basically around those console specs. Right, and the thing is, it still was chugging a little, and it's like, oh, that's not great. So, you know, who knows? It's yep, it is what it is. The rest uh, of this conference uh, moved at a breakneck pace, uh, for better so, and for worse. Yeah, yeah I would say. We can, yeah, <laughs> we can, let's try and let's we can blast. I wonder if it, I don't really think it's possible can. that we could go through oh, these wh- as fast as the actual. Uh, oh no! I have to cut this. Sorry. Go ahead. 
I, I, accidentally, don't, I don't know that. What? I accidentally unplugged our headphones. Go ahead. Oh, do fine. that. Yeah, I was going to I don't know that we can actually cover all of the games as fast as they did, but uh, <laughs> we can try. Oh, we for sure can. Oh, because, uh, absolutely. Because we're not going to talk about most of them. Uh, Avengers sure. Black Panther 2021. Uh, the suit looks kind of I literally weird forgot all that they that they showed the <laughs> Avengers. I literally did not remember that that was part of this uh, show. They in, they in fact spent like 5 or 6 minutes on Avengers. Uh, well, too much time in my opinion. Final Fantasy Pixel Remaster of 1 through 6. It's coming to Steam and Mobile and not consoles not at all. Switch. Very mad not about Switch. Not Switch. Not Switch. Also, each is an individual release. They're not packaged together. Oh my god horrible we have now spent more time talking about than they did uh <laughs> legends true. of mana re-release is coming june 24th 2021 i yeah, tuned out during neat. this so yeah it's gonna be you no know, they it was weird they said something they were like here we're gonna here here's a, a bunch of our old titles that we're that we're remastering and it was just i mean granted it <coughs> it was seven games i guess but they put all of the Final Fantasy games together, and <laughs> then they had the, the one other thing. And I was like, yeah. is that, that's all that you got? That's all they got. Which that's all they I got. I guess it's, it's no small feat to remaster seven games, I know. But the way they presented it, it felt like two things. But it's not even like a full remaster. It's just like redoing the pixels. Like, it's yeah. still the same. It's not Upping like the, the 2D HD. pixels. Yeah. Uh, yep. Forrest, I don't want you to talk too long about this. I wasn't gonna. But we're going to Babylon's Fall. That game looks god awful. Uh, I, don't. I don't really know. I don't know what to think of this um, <laughs> because, like, I didn't. I didn't think it looked bad, and then I saw on Twitter, everyone's like, "Oh, this looks terrible." And also, they said it was a live game and also a co-op game, and I was like, "Is that what it was originally going to be?" I don't recall that being part of it. But then I guess we never actually learned about what Babylon's Fall originally was. Yeah, we only had um, one very small gameplay trailer last year, I think. Yeah, and that was pretty so much. So I don't it. know. Um, they, I feel like they showed a sus- substantial amount of this game for me to still not really know anything about it. IGN also has a like twelve minute, uh, like that extended interview uh, that they showed off in the uh, Square Enix showcase. They mentioned there was an extended interview with the developers and stuff and that there was going to be more gameplay in that. I haven't watched it yet, though. Yeah, I'm not sure 12 minutes of gameplay is going to help this for me. The environments were really muddy. The character models looked bad. Uh, And, I mean, once they said, to be fair, I will say worse than all of that because I can look past a bad-looking game. Uh, I played Chivalry 2 last night. My PC can't run it greatly, but I loved it, and it did not look great. Um, but let me tell you uh, that the moment they said it's a live game, I was like, oh, yeah, no. I'm instantly checked out of this pretty hardcore. So it's a bummer. Like, it should be good probably with the people working yeah. on it. But Yeah, like it's platinum. They know how to make good action. Yeah, but, but the also throwing... Have appeared... they made a live game before? Yeah, exactly. It also... And, that's the, the other thing is um, that this also appeared like it was going to stop existing at multiple points <laughs> uh, because like it was originally announced and then kind of disappeared and then showed up again and then disappeared. Uh, so 
I can imagine that this has gone through multiple iterations of them trying to figure out what this game is, and this mm-hmm. is what they landed on. Um, okay, let's let's move on past this. I don't want to stomp on Forest Hopes and Dreams because it's yes. got to, it had to have been hard for him to see this <laughs> yes, as yes. is. Of course, and we're not uh, here to we're not here to destroy Forest Dreams. We are here to destroy chaos. Yes. Yes. Uh, and that is in Stranger of Paradise, a Final Fantasy origin. The demo came today, but it was destroyed by chaos because the files are uh, corrupted. Yes. So. Yes. You so, can download it, but you cannot play it yet. Yes. It even asks very, you to delete it and download it again. <laughs> now there's chaos. Uh, so, Stranger of Paradise Final Fantasy Origin is, of course, the rumored um, collaboration Ninja. between Team Ninja and Square Enix with very interesting character designs by Tetsuya Nomura. It appears to be a very grim and dark and also ridiculously over-the-top um, uh, what do you what what is the it's a souls like I guess an an action RPG um, taking place in the world of the of Final Fantasy One. Uh, we hear a lot about these how these characters are after chaos, and we also see whatever his name is Garland uh, Garland, the villain of Final Fantasy One, if and that you might know of if you ever played it, voiced um, by All Might himself. Yes, voiced it's by All Might. Beautiful. Not that not that that means anything to me since I listen since I watch my hero yeah, subbed. I was about to ah. say I watch it in the correct way. Dude, but also horrible. correct voice of Piccolo, right? Too. Yes. Okay. Um, I think. Yeah. I think so. I might be wrong there. This might um, be a loose retelling of Final Vegeta. Fantasy One. Yeah, it could be. That's essentially I, what this is. I have also seen the theory that since the main character is just literally wearing jeans and a T-shirt. Dude. Is that he's just a guy who got zapped into the world of Final Fantasy, and someone's it's like, "You gotta go kill isekai? Chaos." No, this is not an isekai. I would be. I so don't mad. know. The thing uh, is, the, the other the thing two is, party there's members, concept art of those two, the other two party members yeah. in normal clothes too. Except they look like Final Fantasy characters. No, the right. I'm. I, I mean, not the regular that, clothes thing. But there's the concept. The the models have normal clothes where they look yeah. like just dudes just like and dudes. a chick like the um, main guy. So, but I Don't also let this be an isekai, it should please. be it should be noted um uh Team Ninja's previous games like this Neo and Neo 2. Neo you played an actual like a character. Neo 2 you created your own character. I could see that this is just like the very basic model of a character that you can create. It uh, doesn't really explain the jeans in a T-shirt. Um, I would hope that's what they're going to do, and not that that this just random uh, white dude that you saw at at a McDonald's is the main character. Um, and I have to think there are some shenanigans going on, and that is not just the story of Final Fantasy One, because notably that had four Heroes of Light, and there are only three here. True, uh, but. A lot. Of, there were people on Twitter were all like they were ragging on how this game looked terrible, um, but I, I don't will think say so. I will say, in my viewing of it, looking at the combat, I very much saw the gameplay of Neo that I know and love. And yes, like, I'm, yes, this is for me. I will <laughs> play this. Um, I don't 
I think that the amount that they mentioned chaos and eight times the voice, in the trailer, the voice acting of the main character in general is terrible, but almost to the point of being good, um, like in a bad way. Yeah, can't be. Um, yeah, it's it's so it's 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 a bizarre trailer, but I'm I'm ready for it. Same. All right, I'm. I mean, I'm here. I want to try the demo. Uh, I have it downloaded already. No, you don't. I mean, I I do, but I don't. I have it downloaded too, and it tells me it's corrupted. Uh, It's part of the experience, but it is a limited time demo. Uh, It disappears at the end of the month, so go download it and play it while you can. If you Uh, can, if you can, for sure. Uh, and that, chaos that was Square you. Enix. No mention of Tomb Raider during Tomb Raider's anniversary. Uh, you know. And they, they said the team's busy. they said they're gonna have another Making one of Avengers. these. Uh, Sorry. So who knows who knows how long it'll be until the next one. But they said there will be another one. Well, so, we still got half a year left. Yeah. That's the thing that makes me nervous about some of these games that say twenty twenty one. Uh, there's only six months left. So, like, Horizon uh, and Halo both just have 2021 out there loose. Yeah. No, you got to firm it up at some point. Uh, So we have, what do we have next that really matters? Uh, We've got Capcom tomorrow. We've got Capcom tomorrow and... To Nintendo on Tuesday. Nintendo on Tuesday. Uh, so Tuesday will be, or the episode you get Wednesday morning, will be maybe a little bit more of a normal episode. I'm going to try to beat the Final Fantasy Seven uh, Remake Intermission so we can Same. cover Capcom and Nintendo, and then we'll talk about that game. Uh, Bandai Namco is also Ooh. on Tuesday. We'll see. We'll see. I mean... They publish a lot of things. There could be something good there. Yeah. We'll see what what is shown to us, and we'll make the decision if... Probably more Scarlet Nexus. That's that's my main guess. Like, that's going to be the crux of their showcase on Tuesday. Yeah. Um, So with that, we appreciate you listening, as always. we hope you're enjoying the E3 coverage. And if you're not actively watching E3, uh, we're taking the, we're falling on the sword for you <laughs> on a little bit. I thank both of my co hosts, Seth and Forrest, who are also going out of their way to make sure we have three episodes over this weekend to give to you guys. Uh, thank you for, you know, getting this out with me. Yeah. And, Um, with that we you know we appreciate you and we will talk at you wednesday morning slash tuesday night see ya bye see ya